What is up, Sam fam? I am so excited to be back with you yet again. Yes, y'all. I am so thrilled to have such loyal followers like you all. Today, y'all, you see, I don't have the normal intro music behind me. Why? Because this episode right here, I want you to take your time and just chill and like get to know what we have to say because I have two people here with me. They're fellow podcasters. Their, their podcast is called Occasionally Posh. Yeah, y'all go listen to them. I have Sunshine and Chassie B here with me. So y'all, grab you something to eat, grab you something to drink and just like snuggle up and let's talk about how we can celebrate women, not just on this episode, but for the next couple of ones we have coming up. All right, here we go. What is up, y'all? It's your boy Sam here from Talking with Sam, y'all. Let me tell you about a product that I have been using for years now, y'all. You've heard me talk about it on the show a couple of times, talking about Ooh La La Skincare. Yes, that's Ooh La La Skincare, y'all. I love it so much. It makes me feel amazing. You know, when I was growing out my beard, I literally needed something that was going to let my beard grow strong, but also gave it the uh, look that it needs. Y'all know, y'all fellas know about those beards. Yep, yep. And you sis. This, you know about your hair come on you can put it in your hair and also like if you want to exfoliate they have a sugar scrub for you they have lip balm they have so many different items that y'all i can't even tell you all of them so go ahead go over to do you to get yours today again that's do you that's d-o-u-o-o-h-l-a-l-a.com and get yours today and be sure to let them know you're part of the sam fam what is up, Sam Fam? Like I said, we want to welcome the host of Occasionally Posh. We got Sunshine and Chastity. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Thanks for having us. I am so happy to have y'all. And like, let me tell you, like the Sam Fam, they have got to go listen to y'all. Y'all are hilarious. And like y'all, just to let you know, they do theirs live. You know, they're they are so much better than I am. Like they know how to keep their composure unlike I do. And so whereas I have to edit half of what I say out, they're, <laughs> they're good. So ladies, like I, I I'm a I love following y'all. It's amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So Thank you. I'm gonna let y'all start. I'm gonna let y'all like jump in wherever y'all uh, wherever y'all see fit. Like who are you ladies? Like who who is sunshine and who is chastity? Uh, I guess I'll go first since you said my name first. <laughs> but I'm Sunshine. I reside in North Carolina with Chassie in Lee County. Been here for about three years. Might be more than three years now. About three years or somewhere around there. But I'm originally from Chatham County, so I'm kind of surprised we don't know each other. But that's because I stayed to myself. Chassie more, know more people in Chatham County than I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I am a wife. I am a mother of two boys. I'm a full-time employee. I work in um, the marketing outreach area. Um, I am a college student trying to finish my bachelor's degree in business administration with a concentration in management. I um, I do outreach in the community. I attend church faithfully about three, four times a week. Um, and I just like to have fun with my girls. So that's a little bit about me. That's what's up. What church you go to? Love, Faith, and Power, Christian Ministries. So That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Sunshine. Chastity, who you be? My name is Chastity B. I am the posh of occasionally posh. Live. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am a single mother of two boys. I currently reside in Lee County, um, North Carolina. I'm originally from Person County, North Carolina. I'm a kind of a social butterfly, you know what I'm saying? Um, right now, I am a chronic care manager. So uh, reach out to the vulnerable community and make sure they have all their needs and wants and whatever they don't have, I look for it for them. Um, I go to church, I cuss, I drink, I have fun. Like you're, <laughs> you're, gonna, get, you're gonna get the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's gonna give you too much communion, is what she said. <laughs> what church you go to, Chastity? I go to Macedonia in Gulf, North Carolina. Woo woo. Come on, Gulf. Yeah, around the corner from where I grew up. And you know, like, oh Gulf. Y'all, let me tell you, Gulf is so small. Like I talked about in my very first episode how small Golston was, but Gulf is even smaller. Like Gulf don't even have like a zip code outside of the post office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So show on the map. Like right. Like, <laughs> like you have to put if you put a dot, the dot is overcrowding it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Facts. Yep. And like and like sunshine, like you said, like it's crazy. You and I have the same last name. Is that your married last name? My married last name. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, you know, what sucks for me, you know, my family get on me all the time. I don't know who half of the head family is. <laughs> and to be honest, I probably still won't find out until after death. So, like, <laughs> so like they, uh, they be like, oh, yeah, that was your cousin. You'd be like, really? I'd be oh, like, no, okay. no, it's not. No, I'd be like, I'm the one to say, no, it's not. I don't know them. <laughs> They might want some. <laughs> that part. <laughs> no lies. Like, yo, let me tell you, it's like it's funny. Like I, I really don't know people. Like I talk to everybody, but I don't know nobody. So like, I'm I'm like, I'm a butterfly like chastity. I will talk to anybody, and but it's all cool. So I, I'm um, I'm gonna jump in with the game that y'all normally play. Would you rather? Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> and like this is it's not gonna be as y'all's are funny. I was like I've been looking for. A, I was like I got them come on here. Let me see if I can find one. I couldn't find one, so I made it up. Like so, like you know, to give the Sam fan what's going on, the reason why I have y'all here. There's a lot of times that women are overlooked, and you know, for a number of years they say, oh well, women are equal, but at the end of the day, women aren't. You know, like, you know, James Brown said, this is a man's world. But he just, he didn't just say that. He said, without a woman's touch, it's nothing pretty much. Right. So, but, Amen. It's, but it's more than just a woman's touch. It takes a woman to help orchestrate stuff. If you look at a lot of times, women help organize because guys are so focused on one thing, whereas a woman mm -hmm. can come back and say, hey, let me clean this up. Let me fix that. And no matter like what it is, I'm a, like, you know, as a gay man, I believe it takes the best of both worlds, men and women to get to the world moving. Right. Like, you know, we got to like, you know, I respect my sisters like because like women help and they help create and a lot where a lot of times men can't like men like literally cannot because it takes, like, I mean, if you give a man childbirth, you would, never see, oh, no, no. <laughs> you would never see the baby. worth was cease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now that they got that. Would you rather 
be homeless with a job or have $40,000 in the bank and can't go to work for a year and a half? I'll take the 40000 <laughs> I take the forty thousand. I'm taking the forty thousand too. I lived <laughs> off of less than that for less than a year. <laughs> Thanks. See, Thanks. And like, like, I love to hear that. Like, cause like, now here's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of times, me as a man, I say I'd much rather be homeless with a job. Mm, right. Because, like, as a man, I think, oh, I can work my way to get a house. I can work my way, and like, I, if, even if I gotta pay my best friend. $50 a week to stay on the back corner in the closet. Hey, I can work my way there. But to live under $40,000 for a year and a half, I'm like, no, you know how much I eat? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you have to lose a little weight, lose a little weight. Do you know how many people actually live off of a salary lower than that? Right. That's so right. true. That's so true. Like, I look at like how my grandmother, yes, she's retired, but I saw how much she brings in in a year and I said that's way below the poverty line and I'm like and going into like the whole minimum wage thing being $15 I'm like $15 really ain't that much Mm-mm. when you think about the light bill like at the end of the day you're, you're these people who make less than that a year are really living paycheck to paycheck with kids Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I'm about to go off on a tangent. I felt myself, but a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize that the kid, these reasons that the kids are acting out, it's because mom, dad, whoever's raising them, sometimes grandma, auntie, are are struggling, and the kids mm-hmm. are struggling too. They go to bed hungry because they have less than what they need. Yeah, yeah. People don't. People also don't realize mm-hmm. that. Be, a lot of people think people are being homeless because that's their choice or that is. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy. Like people think the way we live is the way it is, and it's easy, but it's not. Like right, I a lot of people that are homeless have some type of income, but they don't have they don't make enough to save for deposits. They don't make enough to pay bills. They don't make an, their credit might be messed up. They can't fix their credit and find somewhere to live and eat. Right, like it's so many different factors. And then if you need assistance like Medicaid, food stamps, you got to have an address. The address mm-hmm. can't be located where somebody else is getting assistance. Like there's so many factors that people don't realize that go into being homeless and why people stay homeless can you get out of it most definitely but a lot of people just don't have the capacity to handle all of those different layers and then they time. say oh be, at one time and then they don't they don't they scared to go to somebody if they have kids living that's homeless too because they fit the stigma against that mm-hmm. um so it's a lot to go into and it's a lot more homeless people in our communities than people realize exactly right? like i was ta- i was talking to my grandmother and there was a point in my life where I didn't really have a place to stay that was mine. And I'm very fortunate. Like, you know, I can always go to my family and be like, hey, I need to go here. I need to do that. But what about like, what about, out? let me tell you, this broke my heart. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was working at a hotel and this mom came in and she was asking rates and stuff like that. And she was like, well, I want a long-term rate. And I was like, okay, how long are you thinking? And she said, probably for a year. And I'm like, oh, so you want to live here for a year? She's like, yeah, and she's and she explained her situation. She's a single mom. She was able to work two jobs and raise her daughter. But when the pandemic hit, her daughter's out of school. Mm-hmm. And she's like now having to like get lose one of her jobs because they closed down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, sweetheart, 
I'm gonna get in trouble by lowering your rate. <laughs> but at the same time, I'll, I can lower it enough to where you can stay here till you can find something better. Right. And it broke my heart because now this single mom of this little girl who she wasn't homeless by, um, by choice, it was by force. Cause, and it wasn't that dad walked away and wasn't in the picture. Dad was killed. Mm-hmm. And so now like, she, she didn't have the opportunity to have for him to grow up with the kid. I'm like, you know, and a lot of people don't see that, but that's like a long, that's a, I'm going off on a tangent, a whole different thing. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, it makes me mad all over when people say like, you know, that a lot of times people don't understand. So like, I'm happy I answered that. So y'all tell me where y'all live at. I do got a question for you. Do you think there, um, do you think there are major differences between men and women in society and in the workplace? Most definitely. Yeah, like it, what? Takes, it takes a lot longer for people to respect women and their opinions than men. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, and that's coming from both races. That's not just coming from men. That's coming from women too. Like, mm-hmm. like we just—it's so much in the society that men are the leaders. Like they are the ones in charge. They are, and that's with personal life and work life. And like you said, you have to come to collectively. A lot of times they need us, and we, and a lot of times we assist men. We just don't get the credit. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, it even goes down to um, in the workplace, they even respect the black man before they will respect the white woman and a black woman. Like it's 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 definitely divided down between man and woman. And then it goes on to like different racial factors and all that kind of stuff. But a man's voice, I can sit there and say the exact same thing. But a man comes in with his baritone voice and says the exact same thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I I get you and what sucks is that that is so true and that's coming from a man like it's so true like like I just started my new job and somebody who's been working there for six years told this person something and they're like well I want to talk to somebody different me I've been there three weeks told them the exact same thing word for word they're Mm -hmm. like so you mean tell me that's the truth? I'm like, yeah, that's the truth. Whether I knew it was the truth or not, I just repeated her. Right. <laughs> like, and it was okay. Right. And I'm like, you know, that I have an issue with that. Like, you know, like me being raised in the family, I know, like, you know, you can ask chastity. If you ask one of the women something in my family and they have to repeat themselves, they ain't going to be too happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, to the Sam fam, they know my cousins back when. They, they know, you know, you heard more than just me and Tank, you heard the girls more because women need to be, it takes a good man to push out women. Like, you know, I look at Kamala Harris, like, you know, whether you're Democrat or Republican, she's our vice president right now. Mm-hmm. And so many people want to discredit her, number one, because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a woman. What is a woman supposed to tell a man? And like, is what society has said a lot of times. Yes, that women have their rights to vote and all this other stuff, but like who, like, like I, I don't understand the misogynistic viewpoint whenever it literally, if you just look at, if you look at a lot of different things, like, like look at Harriet Tubman. She led a right. lot of people. Like, yeah. Now, just to be honest <laughs> with you, if she was a man, there were men who did similar things, but, but not the effect that she had because she had the poise to win over a crowd. Mm-hmm. And poise, and 
women have a whole different poise about them. Like, you know, to say, you know, I, I can I can entice you and get you hooked before you realize it. Like right. cooking a good meal. Let me tell you, I, I you can you can I can always talk about food, but like <laughs> when you cook a good meal and I realize it's also when you when the smell of the meal is in the house, a woman's going to be thinking about that. Like if a woman burns something before her before her guests come over, she's putting incense up and getting everything else to get that smell out just simply mm-hmm. because she's like, hey, I need them to have the whole experience. Men don't think about that. No. Like a lot of men, men think about what the problem is and what the end goal is. <laughs> right. Just being real, a woman, right. we're gonna think about what the problem is. What's that? One, two, three, four, A, B, C, E, all the <laughs> way up to the solution. You know what I'm saying? Like we're thinking of every single detail. Right. Right. Yo, like that's so true. Because like I know me, like, like I, I so whenever I was managing the airline, my two assistants were women. And I purposely did it that way, number one, so I wouldn't look sexist. Number two, actually, let me change this. Number one, they were overly qualified. They were overly qualified. They were able to do my job. So, okay. like, I wanted to make sure, number two, like, number two, that I didn't look sexist because I'm like, hey, I know the balance. Like, you know, growing up, like, watching my grandmother make things happen out of nothing. Like, I know that women can, like, make things happen out of nothing. And sometimes I know me, I get tone folks like, hey, our goal is A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we got to hit those goals. And they're the ones who come back and be like, hey, Sam, calm down. Don't push this goal. It'll just happen. And I'm like, no, it won't, because you got to do this game plan. And they're like, no, Sam, that's what you don't know what's going on. You just you just seeing the production line. And, they're, and they actually got me to open up. And it was so amazing to see these women who, like, I trusted. They sat back and they're like, Sam, nah, nah. And one of the things that I talk to them about now, because I still talk to them, even though I'm not in the industry, they said, Sam, there are not many men who sat us down to make sure that the stuff we didn't know, you, you were able to tell us. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of learning. And you know, as a community, you're not just one person, right? You're everybody. And mm-hmm. then like, and coming from a minority, it's hard already. So like for women, you're like a double minority by nature. Right. If you're, if you're, not white if you're white right. you're just a minority but right. if you're like not white no matter what race you are you are a double minority and sometimes triple minority because of the area you're in right mm-hmm. and there's so many things that we have to think of that's more like we have to, when we go into a job we have to be more cautious <laughs> about what we say how we act mm-hmm. how we respond i mean just as simple as a name i used to hate that my mama named me when because i said oh as soon as they see my name my application ain't gonna hire me and i shouldn't <laughs> be like that but it's those simple minor, minor things that we have to encounter that other races well the caucasian race just doesn't realize because it's so much easier for them exactly yeah i remember um one time we was at work and i was on this team and we was trying to find something in the computer and we accidentally stumbled across our team's salary and when i tell you i was ticked off whenever i saw that salary because one of the caucasian girls the only caucasian girl was making almost as much as our direct supervisor. And she was making almost, I think she was making more than me. 
and she probably didn't even know how to light a match if we, if we <laughs> wow and i was like how like how how did y'all get her this salary when she had no education at all whatsoever in this field she came in brand new she basically begged for the job got it and then y'all giving her this high salary that she doesn't even deserve right it would be different if she deserved it she didn't even deserve it i wouldn't right. even trust her with an ant <laughs> <laughs> nah whole ant <laughs> with an ant and i was like you know what my time here is about to be done let me go ahead and stack up this money so i can go i completely understand that like there's this like there's one of my friends who still works for a hotel and i told her i was like hey I love you enough to say, get the hell up out of there. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I know what you make. I know where you are. And it's not fair that you get a lesser doing the exact same work, sometimes more. Like, come on, man. Like, literally, this is not, this is not cool. Like, you laugh at it sometimes, but you really laugh from crying or getting mad. Because, <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, I remember, like, I left the hotel on purpose. Have I had no job plan, like like I had no game plan of like, hey, I'm going, I'm leaving here to go here. I just told him, yeah, I got a new job, because I knew I would. But like, I'm thinking about like, you know, if a woman did that, they would have like thought of her less. Yeah. Like, oh, she's just so and so. Like, we we'll, we can get another one, and it's not fair that I know women that they have left their company and they've never called them back, even though they need them. But me being a man, they know that I can get more things from the area like it's crazy like my former boss the owner of the hotel the health department came in there she talked to them first she's the owner she's the one who signed my paycheck (laughs) and they didn't respect her wow i come around the corner and say hey my name is sam i'm the general manager what can i do for you their whole mentality changed I'm like, do you realize the one who's going to be paying the fine is right there, the one you were talking to? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to tell you, hey, I'm sorry, I don't got a credit card for you. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, like, it goes from there. It's like, you know, the difference in between being a man and a woman. And so, like, you know, I thank you all for being strong women, like, you know, and standing up for yourself. And everybody has, like, if, if, if people don't have a strong woman in their life, they're lacking something. Like, and the reason I say that is because I grew up with strong women all around me. My cousins, I promise you, the, my female cousins are better fighters than my male cousins. And the reason I say that is because they've had to fight more. They've had to overcome obstacles. Right. Right. I have one cousin who was pregnant, got hit by her baby daddy, and she she beat him while she was pregnant. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then sat on her porch like it was nothing. <laughs> Waited to exhale in this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, where the, that was me, like, because he, he put his hands on it. That's the reason she beat him. He put his hands on right. it. Right. Whereas me, I'm going to fight you. And then I'm going to get mad all over again because you hit me. And then, then I'm going to fight you again. But she's just like, she said, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to let the police know that I fought you. And I'm like, you know, she had to overcome the obstacles of being in that position. Whereas me, now, they're like, hey, Sam, why did you get into a fight? Blah, blah, blah. That's not fair. Another situation like that, I have a friend who's 
her, she was dropping her son off to his father. They were, they were divorced. He drug her around the front yard. She has cuts all over her from and bleeding. Mm. He had a scratch on his ankle. Their son called the called 911. And you can hear her on the on the uh, dispatch set playback mm-hmm. screaming for her life. Wow. They both got arrested. She got more charges over the scratch on her ankle, on, excuse me, on his ankle, versus the 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 bruises, the cuts. Like they like literally when they were arresting her, they said, Are you sure you should be here? You shouldn't be at the hospital. Like, nah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. She should be at the hospital. Like getting gall stuck into cuts. And I'm like, that's not fair. If it was two men fighting, they probably would have just said let it happen. Yeah. Well, now they don't change like domestic violence laws and everything. Right. Which I, I kind of understand. And then I kind of don't understand. Like I get it whenever a woman is protecting herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she shouldn't have to go down to the courthouse and everything but then there's also instances where women intentionally put their hands on men and then expect men not to hit them back and i think that right there is where um they had to start changing that where if it's a domestic violence issue then everybody needs to go and i i'm not gonna lie i 100 percent agree whenever it comes to that but whenever a woman is protecting herself from that man i don't agree with that right Mm -hmm. and to me it should also be one of those things like look at the evidence in front of you right right like you know like you can tell like you know you can if you've been if you investigate hits and stuff like that like or like pretty much like people been hurt you know where something was self-inflicted versus like like self-defense like there are people who will cut themselves pretty bad but they're not people who are going to put rocks in their body. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so like, Unless they already got some issues. Okay. Which they need to somebody Can't lie between love and hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love you, ladies. Y'all are funny. I, I, another question for y'all. What is it like working in a man-focused place? Okay. Go ahead, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I used to would say it's it's really rough. Like, for I always felt like I always had to push myself ten times harder, um, to prove myself in a workplace. Um, and a lot of times it was unfair because that mean I was doing ten times more work in the long run because I was trying to prove myself. And they say, "Oh, she can do it," and now I'm doing all this work and still not getting the credit. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but now I, I'm I'm blessed enough to work for a very diverse company, so I don't actually encounter that as much. So I'm not sure in today's world how it is, but I made sure to set myself up to be to be to wait for a job and be at a company where it, that would not be an issue. How, um, how did you do that though? Like, because like I know some people don't understand. Like they hear you say, "Hey, you set yourself up." How did you set yourself up that way you could have that future? Right, right. I mean, patience for one, because. I had to stay at a job way longer than I wanted to, but I was like, at least I'm hearing this familiar and mm-hmm. I can wait on, you know, wait for the company to fall into my lap or for me to find it, doing my research, seeing what the history is about, seeing, you know, 
what the company is worldwide, um, checking them out on social media, seeing what their employees look like, see if they got lots of uh, minorities, black women or whatever in the company. And then, like I said, just knowing what I'm worth. I think a lot of the times we get a job offer and it's a couple of dollars more and it looks good and we'd be like, oh, let's get, let's jump on it. And sometimes that's not the case. Like you got to look at the big picture. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I did this time when I moved to the job that I'm at now. Like I stayed where I was at until it felt right, period. <laughs> like no matter what. <laughs> I get you. Um, for me, it, like she said, you have to work 10 times harder than they do to prove yourself. And then whenever you prove yourself, you're doing a whole bunch of work that, they, that they're shocked that you can do and you're still not getting the pay for it. Um, one thing for me, I saved up my money and I left my job to go to school full time. Um, and then I ended up running out of money. That's a whole lot, another story. So I am looking for a sugar daddy. If anybody out there want a sugar okay. baby. <laughs> you better call him out. <laughs> but, um, but I also took my time whenever I started back looking for a job. Um, because my money with my funds was getting low and I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to go back to work full time. But I wasn't just going to choose anybody whenever um, I went to the company and the company that I that I'm working at now. It is a lot of women. It's very diverse, but I work with a lot of women. But it's like a whole different lot of women type of situation you know how usually they're like oh it's a whole lot of women there it's catty it's, some mm -hmm. drama. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not catty it's not drama everybody is smiling whenever they come in but one of the most amazing things about it is i said i did not want to go back into an office full-time every day eight to five and i get to work from home um 90, 95 percent of the time as everybody else does too so whenever we come into the office everybody is just like happy to you know, to You're be glad there. to be there. Like, hey, I actually get to see some people today. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great now compared to where I came from, to I where know. I'm at now. <laughs> and, and and I think a lot of times, number one, you got to know your worth. Mm, yes. Like, and a lot of us, that especially Black women and Hispanic women, because I know a lot of Latino women as well, we downplay ourselves so much because society said we can't be this, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. So know your worth and stick it in there. Like, you don't have to be in a job or in a situation where you're going to be unhappy every day. Right. right. But on the flip side of that. Right, right. I was going to do a flip. You go ahead. What's your We cannot live in a society where woe is me. I'm the right. victim. Everything that happened, oh my God, there's nothing I can do. I can't grow. No matter what I do, the man gonna take me down, blah, blah, blah. I'm so tired of hearing that. Like, yes, it's true to an extent, but you also have to put the work in. Like, right. nothing is gonna be handed to you. So stop right. living right. that life. <laughs> right. right. And I remember, um, so me and Sunshine, we have worked together probably since I moved to Chatham County. And every time we've always like we started from the bottom and moved our way up each time, each job that we went to, we've always like just kept moving up. And a lot of people used to be like, how do y'all do that so quick? And blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, I asked people to teach me. 
And I don't get mad and go off the deep end just because something didn't go right on Monday. I'm going to be mad for forever now. But no, we always ask somebody to teach us how to do something so that we know how to do it. So we got that in our back pocket. So whenever the person that only knows how to run a machine is out, oh, guess what? Chastity knows how to run a machine. Mm -hmm. So then... You know, it's just taking taking everything in, everything that somebody can give to you. You take it in, whether you like it or not, just absorb it and use that to make yourself better. I'm with yeah, you we, on that. We done been called every kind of name, every kind of we kiss butt. Like, I'm saying butt, but y'all... And a lot of times it's our own... It's our own people. Like, yes. I right. hate to say that, but it's our own to be like, there she go. Or got mm-hmm. some negative say just because I put myself out there. You can do the exact same thing that I'm doing and get the exact same results, but you don't want to do it. You want somebody to bring it to you and lay it in Because your that's not my job. Oh, honey, <laughs> my job but that's but why you, you If you wanted that job. Right. Because <laughs> like, let me tell you, I'm that type of worker. You know, being somebody who doesn't have a college degree, I have done a lot of high paying jobs and I'm like, Hey, I got the experience. I mean, like, you know, North Carolina, it has a shortage for teachers and in teaching, I was like, Hey, I signed up to be a, a sub and they saw, Oh, you're good with the kids. You actually do know this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I just don't like going to school. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like, but like, and so like, I'm teaching these kids who don't like go to school and they were like, Oh, they're actually performing well. Why? Because you actually do the work that you're supposed like that you want to see done. And then like, you know, left there to be an airline manager. Start, like you said, started at the bottom. I was just like, Hey, he ready to go to wherever you're going today. Okay, cool. And next thing you know, we're like, Hey Sam, all right, let's supervise, let's manage. And th- now you're running the whole station. And like, you mm-hmm. know, it takes the, it takes a certain mentality. And that right. woe is me mentality is not the answer. Don't like cripple you even, every time. Even if you are the victim, don't play the victim card because they expecting it. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you and know, we're not saying not to have feelings because you right. can have you can ask Shay sometime up in here saying every cuss word I can find. Okay. <laughs> like it happens. <laughs> we used to have meetings. We like meet me, meet me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to know who you can talk to, too. Right. <laughs> a funny story for you. So, like I said, like, when I was managing the airline, there was a safety person who was required to be at every station. And there was a comment that was made from a regional perspective that my station was the Black station. Ooh. And so, you know, as a Black man, I'm like, hold the hell up. Who are you talking to? Like my favorite line is you must got me fucked up. Okay. Like, you know, like, it's like you're not gonna talk about my people who are gonna work out there in the snow for eleven dollars an hour, whenever the people that's working beside them getting paid 13 at the lowest. That's when right. they don't know nothing. But you got these people who do know stuff and they're getting paid more. And this safety person kept irritating me. And in a professional setting, I normally try my best to not say something openly, especially in front of employees. Well, my two managers know me very well. So I stopped when, and anybody who knows me, when I stop talking, I'm pissed off. I'm not just mad. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go to a whole nother level. And so I stopped talking. I was like, Bernita, go ahead and uh, finish this for me. And she was like, okay. She did like, y'all go to your stations. 
That's <laughs> it. And I was like, yo, Bernita, Jessica, stay back. And they're like, oh, shoot. Sam told him stay back. Somebody about to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> and, but me telling him to stay back was my way of saying, hey, I need to talk. I need to vent. Because if I go out there, I ain't going to be able to be say, hey, how are you doing? You ready to go to Seattle? You ready to go to Anchorage? Like, you know, I won't be able to do that. Right. Like, it, having that person to talk to at work that you can trust and who's going to be there for you is important. Mm. And like, yeah. you know, one of the things that they told me is like, you know, if you can, like, I, I'm really big on building partnerships up at work. If you can find, like with them, they know if they got a question about an airplane, because I love airplanes, they can call me to this day because that relationship is there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, it's built, it's good. Even if you're coming from the perspective, I'm going to say being a man, be an ally to a woman to say, hey, I see that you're trying. Let me help you. Because sometimes, like, you know, to my sisters, that's all we're looking for is one person who's trying. I right. built my team that I trusted at the airline at Alaska by watching who tried right you tried you got friends that try to bring your friends in right next thing you know like we built our whole family like another story to go with the airline there was this one guy who was living way below the poverty line i ain't gonna lie it broke my heart i fought for them to get a raise and i was like hey man i know you got two kids and a wife and your wife is having a hard time health-wise so she can't work and you Mm. know the government ain't gonna give her nothing (laughs) so like you know they are struggling his paychecks are to keep the lights on wow and so what we did what we did next like we ended up having to work on thanksgiving but there was awesome other stuff going on and the company said well hey sam if we can if we can buy um get people rooms and stuff i'm like oh we can so now they're working on thanksgiving his family doesn't have the money for for food for thanksgiving I'm like, bring your family to the hotel room because you got a whole room to yourself. I'll make sure that the company will give you a suite so your kids can have their own bed because it's building that partnership right. to help grow them. And then I was like, I told my assistants, I was like, hey, y'all, that, yo, this guy's coming up with his family. Let's do something for them. And lo and behold, we had a whole Thanksgiving dinner delivered to their room. And to see his wife who was sick cry saying, mm my family is able to have a full Thanksgiving because somebody was able to partner up and say, Hey, I need that help. And this is one of the things, don't take it offensively when somebody helps. Right. Cause like, you know, like this dude literally, and his wife was the one who got me, man, made me want to cry. Now she said for so long, I've looked at myself as, as worthless because I couldn't mm. do nothing. And she said, all I had to do was be myself. You don't know who I am. I just had to be myself. And like women are more than enough as a gay man. I'm saying women are more than enough because, mm-hmm. and the reason I keep saying gay men is because a lot of times people look at gay men as if like, like, you know, we don't see any value for a woman, but there are, there's much value, much value. That's why right. some gay men want to be women. Like, you know, I'm not talking about transsexual, but I'm saying like they give the whole personality, like the femininity side and they overplay it mm-hmm. because they say, Hey, she's getting the attention that way. Let me try it. A woman mm-hmm. brings so much more to the table than a man can sometimes. And when you have that partnership working together, ain't nothing that can stop you. Right. That's right. Like, you better speak it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, think about it. Like, when you have a mom and a dad working together, like, a, like and they working together great, mm-hmm. nobody, th- you can tell, those kids have the best parents in the world. You can't tell them kids nothing. 
Right. Even right. if they bad. And my mom and my daddy together, like that's what they're going to they fight for it because they see the cohesion of a man and a woman mm-hmm. working together. And I know, I even know some people who are separated and have good relationships with their kids. Uh, and like, it's kind of creepy how good the relationships are. It's better separated than they were together. <laughs> like, yeah. But it yeah. worked because like they actually said <laughs> it works because they actually talk and say, hey, we got to do this for the kid. And right. if you look, if you pull in the strong points of everybody, ain't nothing you can't do. Right. And so yeah. uh, now I'm off my tangent. My bad, ladies. Let me tell you, like, I, I, I really respect, like, if respect goes a long way across the board respect if we truthfully respected everybody equally we wouldn't have to have mm-hmm. these conversations right. right facts and like it's kind of creepy to say that. i had a conversation with somebody today about like you know like the the struggles in america and they're like america's a great country yeah we are right. i love being an american yes, great but we're not great we are a superpower mm-hmm. being a we're the only superpower in the world but yet we are having killings every day that are being swept under the rug Right. We have right. people living on the streets who serve this country. Right. We kicking out people who serve this country, who put right. their lives on. So, and I got issues with all that. And, you know, I feel like when it comes to politics, I try not to get in there sometimes. But yeah, equality, it's a wormhole. Right. It's a wormhole. Equality is equality across the board. It comes back to do you respect me as a person? Right. Would you right. respect right. me if I were you? Right. And so. Right. But like going back to that, like you know, let's see, let's see. I had another I, y'all. They, my Sam know I keep questions. Like you know, what are some <laughs> of the like? Do you think that the there's a difference in between women when it comes to racism in the in workplace as well? Like yeah, woman to woman beside each other. When it comes, like, is there a difference in between the race factor? Yeah, most yeah. definitely. How, most definitely. How does that play out? Go ahead, Chess. <laughs> I already told you I was hot. <laughs> I don't know. So but yeah. I, for other people, it might be different. For me, I am a person, if I can't change, I can't change what's at what's going on at that moment. So I I spoke my piece and I just kept on working like I was supposed to work. <laughs> In that situation, but I did um, shut the deuces on them. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it's definitely different. Like, even though like anybody that's not of Caucasian descent is minority, that it's still tears to a minority group. Right, like you mm-hmm. got like it's like just to be real, Latinos are usually pretty much at the bottom. We kind of mm-hmm. next. And then you got like the Islanders and then, then you got the Asian Americans, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, you know, a professional yeah. on this one, by no means, but I know that there is a difference even in between the minorities. Like you already got a gap between whites and everybody else, but then right. us, you got a gap as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely depends on where you are in the situation, but I just don't know why we can't just be seen as people. Let me tell you, I'm with you on that. Like, <laughs> like, I, it bothers me that we, that, like, you know, that people, like, Tom got on me one day. We were having a conversation, and he said, and he he brought this up. As a white man, he brought it up. He said, why do you have to describe somebody as the white man or the black man? 
I was like, it's just the way I, I described them. He said, well, why can't they be the tall man, the short man? Right. Like, you know, the man over there. Right. And I was like, now you ain't, and I got, I got pissed. Cause I'm like, he's like, he's offending what I know. But at the same time, I'm like, you're it's right. It's true. It's true. Right. And he, that's and what we're taught. Exactly. And so there's so many things that we need to be retaught. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you know, and even with the respect for women, women haven't really been voting that long. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, in America. Right, right. Yeah, I was gonna say right there, like right there over it. Like we we ain't even hit the hill. Like we're we're at almost three hundred. We're like right two seventy five or something like that years old as a country. Like we're all being formed. Why haven't we? Why are we just at this point? Right. Why are we still having these conversations about women being equal? By people by people being equal in general. Like why is it okay that we're not equal? Right. right. And why yeah. is it an issue that we're not that is uh, that we're not equal? Why is it like people are like oh they're fine they we, we're we, we're giving them recognition but are you really though or are you right, just right. meeting a quota? I've right. been the talking black guy before, and I don't like that feeling. And it's I not a good feeling to be a token woman. I'm like I could I couldn't imagine that. Like, yeah, I've been, I've been that token woman, and at first I thought it was cool. Like, oh, they really respect me here, and then after way I'm like, something ain't right. <laughs> like they try to overly pump me up, like overly, right. like yeah, Shadana, and I'm like, yes, yeah, Shadana, I'm like, this is feeling a little weird. And I put two and two together that hey, I'm no, I'm like one percent of this, <laughs> like literally, I'm the only one, the one spot on this team. <laughs> Yeah, they, oh, they, they they use you to fill two quotas. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'm the woman and the black one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And then all the discrimination that goes along with it. Like if you a black woman and all of a sudden that automatically means you probably unmarried, you know, you got a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you automatically on assistance. So many people assume that I've been on assistance most of my life. I probably right. had a sister the first two years of my first child, and that was it. <laughs> like it's so many, and it's so many things that go into like all the discrimination towards it as well. That's just crazy to me. Cause I mean, I, I said it on my social media a while back. There are more white people on assistance, housing, food stamps, Medicaid, right. than it is anybody. But everybody automatically assumes it's black people, Hispanics, and then whites way down the list. <laughs> right. And it's not the case. Right. And a lot of times, yep. like going back into that, like people, like people are not willing to look at those stats because they don't want to be associated with it. Right. And like one thing, like I, I talk about my relationship with Tom a lot because we, it's a contrast of you have a guy who's 18 years older than me, grew up in upstate New York, where you have me who's country from North Carolina. And like, you know, and we have two different perspectives and What's what if I would got called the n-word in his presence, I would not be the first one to get mad. It would be okay. him. It would be him. And I've seen it happen. He almost flipped. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, but it's because of the respect factor. He didn't like he doesn't even like it if I say the word. So I don't right. say it no more because he's like, hey, I'm not offended by it, but I'm offended that you're offending yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you have your your offense, and I'm gonna watch what I say. You got to be more cautious with things, but it, like you know, we need I we need more allies like that who are going to support you in a positive way, instead of saying, "Well, you you have your rights." 
Yeah, I have my right. rights, but are my rights equal to yours? Right. Mm. We we as a we as a race has to accept those people too, though. Yeah. There's too many times where it might be someone who's white that's really like in there in the movement, protesting, right. whatever, and then we got an issue with that. I'm like, but don't you right. think it's gonna take somebody else to make a change too? But how do <laughs> I, a lot of people look at Abraham Lincoln for freeing the slaves? In reality, he didn't. He didn't want to do it. He did it just because he had to. Right. And so like, I'm exactly. like, okay, like, you know. He, he fighting for slaves and he got them working in his house. Okay. He's fighting for them to be equal. No, he's not because he got to pay him. So. Right. <laughs> he is not going up on this minimum wage. Okay. <laughs> like, shoot. And, but like a lot of people don't want to realize that, and like you said, like sunshine, like we do got to accept that help, accepting the help. And I mean, I again, like you know, I brag, I brag on my family because I believe I got the best family in the world. But my family is willing to accept, girl. Uh, I got the best. <laughs> don't be hating. I'm gonna get. Chastity, I'm gonna have to get Nikki, Mika, Chastity, and now you know we don't. We done brought the Lala in as a cousin, so you know. Uh uh-uh, The Lala got vetoed out. I was there. I was the judge. <laughs> you were the judge and the jury. <laughs> but like, but like my my family has been like. There are certain ones of us who are racist the other way and like i wouldn't bring tom around them because number one tom crazy he'll be on saying why are you staring at me that way <laughs> but like number two i don't want to put him in that environment where he would be a support for you and you using his support the wrong way right and like you know like because i mean oh just because he think he's dating a black man he part of the culture Right. And, <laughs> and, and Tom would be like, I don't know exactly what you're saying, but like, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he 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 allows everybody to be there, like be who they are. And right. let me tell you, talk I have friends who are in the process of buying houses, and you know, as a lot of times black people don't know how to like the whole process of buying a house unless you go through it the first time and you fail at this and that and this. And so I was talking to him. I was like, hey, yeah, my friend's doing this. And he said, tell him this. Hold on, no. Like, he, out, he said, call him. And we're sitting down talking about this because we got to accept our resources. Mm-hmm. And, like, whenever my friend, one of my friends started her, um, her podcast, we were sitting there, and Tom has made six figures in a year. Actually, a lot of years. And so, like, you know, it's a whole different hey, perspective. <laughs> Bro, he takes <laughs> it all the way. <laughs> I don't think you got the right parts, but continue. He, he don't. <laughs> we might be stopping this podcast and driving over to Chad's house. Vaseline and everything. <laughs> but like he he sat there, he listened to what she was saying, and then he was like, "Okay, let me ask you some questions. Why? Because and, and he said he doesn't want to see a black woman treated less than as a white woman." He, if, if if you're he said if you're really a friend of mine i should treat you like i treat my sister right. and let me tell you you mess with his sister he he's he's never been in but one fight in his entire life but you mess with his sister he about to beat your ass <laughs> like, like, and that's the thing that like you know and that's the way he treats all of his friends that are not like, all of his friends like it doesn't matter whether you look like him or not whether you believe the same way he do or not because mm-hmm. 
it's like you got to be equal. Women are women deserve the same equality. And he's like me. Like he he always has a team. Like any strong man, like I said, will uh, will bring up a woman. If you have a team full of women, you you'll be good. Mm-hmm. When I worked for the airline, customer service wise, I had a team full of women. Had one dude on there, and the one dude is who I wanted to fire because he was the one causing the drama. Of course. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. I got my I got my girls who are taking care of me and making sure everything is good. I have no problem giving bonuses and stuff like that. But like when you, when you get a group of women who are going after the same goal, it's like getting given like you know a bunch of sharks meat, and they're just tearing it up because women know how to say, "Hey, we're gonna look good and do it at the same time and get the goal beyond what you want." My let me tell you, going back to my my goals I t- I set when the girls told me to calm down, we exceeded every goal by one hundred and twenty percent. And of course. As a man, I took insult to that at first. Like, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you hired the, them though. You let hired me tell them. you, them girls said, Sam, you had everything to do with it. You trusted your team. Right. Mm-hmm. It's always and, take sometimes. And when you try, like to me, when you find like, and this goes back to the equality, when you find if you find a group of women who will work for you or who work with you, not for you, because I never had them work for me. Let me change that. They never work for me, they work with me. Because I had to do my part, they had to do their part. Mm-hmm. And when you like, I think like you know, like like you two talking about working together. There's nothing that y'all can't do. Literally, mm-hmm. find that team to like keep yourself motivated. Exactly. Like, you, I'm trying to get her back. We don't work. We're not working together right now. And I'm about to get her back on right now. <laughs> 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 I'm telling my boss like, here her resume. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't submit it. I'm submitting. Right. <laughs> And I'm gonna go right on over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you said j- just call me and give me the right numbers. <laughs> exactly. But but it's important to have that. And like I'm happy to see y'all. And if you look at your friendship now, not just work wise, but like your podcast is thriving, man. Like that, ju- I cannot stop talking about. It. It's so lit. I just <laughs> laugh. Like like you know, especially like the one I just listened to about like the whole sex topic. Mm-hmm. I'm like. <laughs> Like, you know, and it was, it was real good. I was like, yeah. y'all talk about something I know about. I, I got a degree in it. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I, I asked Tom the question, y'all, on that was, would you rather have like the sexless marriage or the loveless marriage? Mm-hmm. And Tom agreed with me, loveless. <laughs> like, you know, like. <laughs> All right. Just because, like you know, hey, we know who we y'all are. Y'all my bang. I don't need that love. Right, this heart's been broken enough mm. times. Okay, uh-huh. you're gonna be an old lady with a bunch of cats. Keep on. <laughs> <laughs> but it don't matter if Roscoe's able to come over and make sure things taken care of. <laughs> oh man, ladies, is there anything else y'all want to say? Shadana, you usually do the the spiel. I I do, I do. Well, thank you for having us on. Again, we are Occasionally Pods. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also catch our audio platforms that are you 
we we don't do all of them live. We do half live and we do half recorded. Um, but if we do live, it'll be Wednesdays at 9.30. If it's recorded, it's posted on Thursdays. And you can find it on most audio podcast platforms like iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, whatever it is, you, you can it. find it. <laughs> you name it! <laughs> And Sam, we're going to have to have you on our podcast. Oh, I'll be ready. I don't, I don't know. I might have to give me something strong to drink. <laughs> <laughs> give me a gin and tonic or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shoot. Y'all ladies are lit. But to the Sam fam, we're so glad that you have listened in with these beautiful ladies from Occasionally Posh. And once again, Sunshine and Chastity, I love and appreciate y'all. And the Sam fam like, loves y'all too for coming on here. And until next time, Sam fam, don't forget to be the best version of yourself because nobody else can be you. I know that's right. So Sam fam, thank y'all for joining in yet again for another episode, y'all. The conversation with those ladies was so much fun. Be sure to go listen to them on whatever platform, occasionally posh. The details will be inside of the body of the details of this podcast. All right. I love y'all. And until next time, be you.